This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hall of Fantasy, The Shadow People, September 21st, 1953. And now, Echoing Footsteps, The Hall of Fantasy, Echoing Drumbreaks. Welcome to The Hall of Fantasy. Welcome to a series of radio dramas dedicated to the supernatural, the unusual, the unknown. Come with me, my friends. We shall descend into the world of the unknown, the forbidden, down to the depths of where the veil of time is lifted, the supernatural reigns as king. Come me and listen to the tale of Gaul, the Shadow People. David, Elaine, Elaine, have you been? I mean, have you seen anything else since you spoke to me last? Elaine, no, I haven't. And ever since Mother died, nothing's happened. Say, well, I only hope that. Mr. Davis, ah! Elaine, what's that? David came from upstairs. Come on. Elaine, oh! They hurried footsteps upstairs. Elaine, you don't think. David, I don't know what to think. I hope that. Elaine, oh, David. Is it? Anything happened, if anything happened to him. The footsteps were stairs to the door. David was seen a moment. Lane, there's no light in his room. David, you wait here, Lane. David's footsteps stride in the room. David, where's the light? Lane, over to your left. David's footsteps, a light switch. Click of light switch on. Beat. Click of switch off. David's footsteps return slowly to Lane. Lane, David, what's wrong? Why didn't you leave the light on? David, your father's dead, Elaine. <laughs> oh. David, something's along the line of your life. You meet them. You come in contact with the shadow people. David, when we first discuss it, oh yes, Brian and Lane and I is in my apartment. There's only one light in the entire place. Elaine, <gasps> Brian, what's wrong? David Lane, what's the matter? Elaine, oh, you silly! I know, but I thought I saw something in that doorway over there. David, where? Elaine, over there, right over there. David footsteps. Elaine, where are you going, David? David, over to that archway, just to let you know that's that's nothing. There's nothing here. David footsteps stop. Click of light switch on. Brian, there you see. Elaine, nothing's wrong. Nothing at all. David, are you satisfied? There's no one else here but us. Elaine, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I just thought that I. Click of light switch off. Elaine. Leave the head overhead, overhead lights on. David, I'm sorry. I thought that. Lane, 
Put them back on, David, please. David, all right, Elaine. Click or light switch on. David's footsteps slowly turn behind. Brian, well, what's bothering you, sis? And I don't know, it's just that. I don't know. David, tell you us about Elaine. Tell us what's bothering you. Elaine, you promise that you won't laugh at me. David, of course not. Elaine, Brian? Brian, yes, Elaine. I'm your brother. There's something troubling you. I'd like to know about it. Elaine, all right then. The reason I'm so upset is the fact I saw someone or something standing in the archway. Brian, but Elaine, David showed you there was no one else in the air. Here, yeah, when the lights were put on, you saw for yourself we are alone. Alone. Elaine, I'm not talking about something you, you can see in the light, Brian. I'm not talking about a human being. Brian, then what it, is it, it all about, Elaine? Elaine in the darkness. I saw something you can't be seen, lighted area. I've seen it several times before. Brian, you should, are you sure you're not imagining this, Elaine? I know I don't have that good imagination, Brian. David, how long, how long have you seen this thing, Elaine? Elaine. Well, it started about six weeks ago. You were in Detroit in business. Ryan, Mum and I were on vacation. I was in the house by myself in the library. Ooh. Elaine. There's only one light on. I sat in the chair beneath it, reading. Several times I thought there's something was watching me. I felt there's someone in the room with me standing right in the back of me. Even so often, I glance over back over my shoulder. There seemed to be nothing there. And then I thought I heard someone whispering. I wasn't sure, but I heard it again. I got up. I looked all over the house. Oh, it's not easy frightened, you know. But in the hallway, it was almost entirely black. Luckily, it was near a light switch. I looked back on my shoulder and I saw this huge hulking shape for the first time. I heard a voice, or rather a whisper voice. I couldn't distinguish the words. The dark shape seemed to be moving towards me. A hand was on the light switch. I turned it on. A minute light flooded the hallway. Dan, dan, dan. Elaine, the shape was gone. Dun, dun, dun. Elaine. There was nothing there. I was alone again. As long as there's a light, I know it can't, can't hurt me. I know it can't reach me. David, well, that might, you might have imagined it, you know. Elaine, of course it's possible. But I'm sure I didn't. It's surreal. It's surreal, the shape in the darkness. It was the very essence of evil itself. David. This is, uh, there was an old man I knew of, Dr. Hendelis. I heard he was now knew quite a good deal, so those supernatural manifestations, which had taken place in the world. I went to him to see him. I knew anything which might explain the events of the story Elaine had told us. Woman's footsteps, a door which opens woman. Yes, my dear sir, what do you wish? David, I have an appointment with Dr. Hendelis. Well, no, yes, yes. He mentioned something about it. You are Mr. Drake? David, yes. Well, if you come inside. David, thank you. David, what's up, steps in. Well, my doctor Venus is in a study. Please come in with me. Put it down the doorway. Woman. 
doctor, a visitor for you, Henius. Ah, oh, yes, welcome, bring him in. Their footsteps in the study, Henius. You may go now. Oh, yes, doctor. Well, the footsteps have been heart, Henius. Mr. Drake? David, yes. Henius, sit down, please. In a chair over there. David, thank you, sir. David moves a chair and sits, Henius. Now, what is the nature of your visit to me? Very well, I understand, Dr. Henius. Your great knowledge of the supernatural manifestations which have occurred on Earth. Henius, great knowledge, Mr. Drake. No, hardly that. I have, will only scratch this surface in my years of study. Perhaps I can help you. Then again, perhaps I cannot. David, well, may I tell you a story? Henius, by all means, my good sir. David, all right. Now, this didn't happen to me, Doctor, but in my financing. It seems about six weeks ago she was alone. David, and when the light was on, the dark form disappeared. That's the story, sir, as much as it as I can remember. Yes, hmm, I see. A strange tale, you see, tale. David, I'm fully aware of that, Dr. Henius. And as you say, she seemed to hear whispered voices. Oh, yes, that's what she says. Yes, I see. A moment, please. His rises, whoops off. Yes, I have a book in my fifth files. Oh, yes, here it is. I believe this is the one. Yes. Henius footsteps return. He sits and flips through the pages of the book behind. Henius, perhaps I may be able to help you. After all, let me see. This is a very ancient book, Mr. Drake. I remember mean to remember. Yes, here is an account of happening such as you relate. We shall live on earth and they shall not see us. Yes, they've been foretold by the rule of the darkness. Shadow. They shall not see us. Yes, we have been foretold by the rule of the darkness. They who live by day return to sleep by night. Shall never know we walk with them. That we watch them. That we wait for our chance. Only at night will they see us. For in the daylight we are not seen. Only at night when the darkness grows together. And fools and shadow people shake from the blackness. They shall know of us. Henius. We know of us. And you will know that we are thy conscious companions. For we are the shadow people. Dun, dun, dun. Book set down on this. Henius. I knew I had read something similar. The story you had told me, Mr. Drake. Very admit to Henius. What can we do? Few pages flip. Henius, we are. Give me a little time. I let me see. I can find out some reference. Are these people of darkness? One more, one more thing, Mr. Drake. David, yes. Henius, be sure that your fancy is never left alone at night. Be sure that it's some living thing, animal or human, which accompanies her every second of the night. For she is the danger, Mr. Drake. A terrible danger. Dun, 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 dun. David, at night, the nights of the day have been seen Henius. Elaine's mother died. He died in a sleep. She is full to appear for breakfast. 
Lane's father went upstairs to see what was wrong. When he entered the room, he discovered that she was dead. The family doctor couldn't explain it, but Lane's mother had been in perfect health. David, a few weeks later, I was at the house spending a week in with them. I glanced at the clock with a mantle. It showed eleven. Bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. Because David's a can't understand why David couldn't, can't return from home. I mean, well, he said that it's so much to work to catch up on. He told me this morning that he might be late. Because David, well, 11 o'clock. We're going upstairs. Glad to see you came out, David. Good seeing you again. David, it's a pleasure to be here, sir. But David, well, don't stay up too late. See you over the morning. Good night. Married for David's footsteps upstairs followed. Elaine, good night, David, Dad. David, good night, Mr. Davis. David, footsteps fade out. Elaine, he isn't the same, David. Ever since Mother died, he hasn't been the same. David, I didn't realise that until tonight he's changed. Elaine, only hope he'd start living again. Ever since he died, it seems that a part of him died with her. David, Elaine, have you been, I mean, have you seen anything ever since you spoke to me last? Elaine, no, I haven't. Ever since Mother died, nothing's happened. Very well, I hope that. Mr. Davis, ah! Rain, what's that? David came from upstairs. Rain, oh! They hurried upstairs. Rain, don't think. David, I don't know what to think. I only hope that. Rain, oh, David, David, if anything happened to him. Footsteps and stairs. Very well, I've seen a moment, Lane. There's no light in his room. David, you wait here, Lane. David's footsteps died in the room. David, where's the light? Lane, off to your left. David's footsteps, the light switch, click. Off. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Light on. Click or light switch off. They were such, such a turn to loyally lane lane. David went wrong. Why didn't couldn't you leave didn't leave the light on? David, your father's dead lane. Shadow shadow. I had walked, David, I walked in the darkened bedroom on the bed was Elaine's father. Didn't take a second look for me to know he was dead. I'd switched off the light and walked back into the hallway to tell Elaine what happened. When from the room there came an eerie, quiet laughter in the darkness of that room was some no evil power. Voice itself was unearthly. No substance to it. It sounded as if it came from the darkness itself. Elaine, no, no, I don't believe you. 
Very it's the truth, Elaine. There's nothing more I can do but to notify the police. Elaine, tell me it's not the truth, David. Tell me it's not true. David, I'm sorry, Elaine. I wish I could. Your father's dead. David, after the burial, Mr. Dr. Hines got in touch with me. He said he wanted to meet both Elaine and David Bryan. He wanted to talk to the three of us. Accordingly, a few days later, came to their house. And yes, Miss Davis, will you tell me just what you saw when you first, when you saw the first manifestation? In the night, Brian was in Detroit. And yes, now, Miss Davis, have you seen the separation in the company of other people? Is that correct? Lane, yes, the night of Davis' apartment. And yes, all right now. I'll tell you what I think. You're in deadly danger, Miss Davis. Your being, these beings want to claim you so far. Yeah, they have a little, no success. Only in darkness do they have power. Get on my little step by step. They have been removing the obstacles in their way by reaching you to reaching you. First your mother, then your father. Miss Davis both died in the same fashion. Their darkness both death struck at them. Now tell me, you feel their presence here in the room as they talk to you? Again, yes. And yes, turn the eye of the lights, Brian. Brian. But yes, stand by the switch. You believe, Brian? If anything happens, turn the light back on. Brian, all right. Brian's footsteps of switch. David, Dr. Hennis, I don't think. Hennis, I do you want me to continue working with you? David, yes, sir. Hennis, all right then. Brian, turn off the lights. Brian, yes, doctor. Click of light, switch off. Hennis, the room now is in darkness, Miss Davis. Do you feel or see anything? Elaine, no, I... Yes, yes, I do. Do you, Hennis, do you see anything? Elaine, yes. Brian, doctor, I don't think, Hennis, be quite useful. I do what I'm doing. Elaine, Elaine, in front of me, the darkness gathering together in a huge, terrible shadow. You're not only willing do you see us, Miss Davis? Everybody else in the room also will see the vague shapes forming themselves in the blackness. We do not want you, Dr. Hanius, the girl we want. If I do not drop this case, you only bring the wrath of the shadow people upon your head. The girl we want, the girl. Do not stop us. Let us take her now. And then, ah, and it's the lights. Turn on the lights. Click a light, a switch on, Brian footsteps. Brian, they're gone. And it's Miss Davis, are you all right? And then, yes, I am. David, just as you said, the darkness, I saw it form into something too. Brian, so did I. What are we going to do, Dr. Hanius? Yes, at the present moment, I don't know. But this much I do know, you must leave this house immediately. You must try to get out of their reach. I don't know what it if it's possible. I hope it is. I shall have to return to my home. I must learn if there's some manner by which they can defeat these creatures. For a moment, leave this house, dispose of it, in any manner you will see fit. But leave this house. Go. David. We spent the night in my department. The three of us, the following day, Brian Lane made arrangements to dispose of the house. 
In the afternoon, Dr. Haynes called me and asked if I'd come to see him. Yes, David, I am glad you're here. Have you anything new, Doctor? Yes, yes, I know. You realize, of course, that the spiritual manifestation is not you. It has gone on for centuries. Do you know I wasn't aware of that? Yes, it is true, Dr. David. Dr. wrote what is supposed to be a fiction story by the manufacturer, David. He called it the Hololia. However, according to the information here on my desk, it's taken from the actual case history, of course. He embodied the story, added a few touches of something he didn't realize actually existed. David, but have you found anything which we might can fight for? It's, it's heinous. Anything depends on upon an answer. I see from a colleague of mine in Paris, Dr. Henry Renault. I attached a telegram to him last night. Very well. Why hasn't he answered by now? Yes, there are certain things that must be done. It will take a few days, I'm afraid. We all have to wait, David. There's nothing we can do. Over the next few days, the house was sold, and David and Lane moved to a newer, more modern house, a few miles from my appointment. Henius said it might take a few days for them to build up their power. I spent the nights at the new house. The lights were left on. I watched for any unusual occurrences. Currents. At daylight, I returned to my apartment to get some sleep. About four days after Lane and Brian moved into the house, I was at home when Hades phoned me. <laughs> David raises his bed and hits steps to the phone. Picks a seat wrap. David, hello? Hades, David? David, yes, Hades? Hades, I hate to tell you all this, David. David, what's the matter? What's wrong? Hades, Abe, I have that... They are a step ahead of me, David. I just received the word that David Renner died or was killed at the very moment I sent the telegraph to him. David, step by step, they regretted us. They anticipated every move we made. Even Dr. Haynes was at loss of what to do. He agreed to meet me at David's house. Name what? What did you want to see us about, Mr. Dr. Haynes? Brian. Did you find anything more? Yes, I'm sorry to, to say that I haven't. At the moment, I do not. I'm at a complete loss. I don't know what to do. Favorite, but what what did you want us to see us about this evening? Yes, really to check to see if everything else has, has happened. David, have you seen or heard anything? They not in the house, only in my dreams. Are yes, your dreams? Rain, yes, I go to sleep at night. In my dreams, in the darkness, I see them. Yes, then it is growing worse. Very much worse. I was hoping you would not have progressed so far. You have been no disturbance in this house, but they disturb your sleep, Miss Davis. Now you must stay awake for as long as you can. I want to free you. Move into my house. Perhaps you'll give you want protection. David, that night we moved over to Henry's house. Perhaps the lane would have more protection there. But there we might be able to devise some plan of action. Some way to make these beings for a few days, things were quiet, so that people seemed to be withdrawn. But while I thought we might have succeeded thwarting their progress, Lane no longer played trouble of sleep. But their condition lasted for a few days only. At ten days later, they made themselves known and felt again. At night we were in the study. 
when Sonny Hennies whirled around and, hey, Elaine, what are you looking at? Elaine, outside the house, right uh, where the light leaves off, I see them. Right, she's right, Dr. Hennies. I see them too. David, what should we do, Doctor? But Hennies, nothing. David, what do you mean, nothing, Hennies? There's nothing we can do. Dave Brian, we can't just. Yes, we can't do anything, Elaine. Don't you understand? They, were, they have us where, by their mercy. Greatest man in my field was Henry Renault. If he could not do nothing against them, what do you think we can do? Elaine, it's right, Brian. There's nothing we can do, Henry. As long as the house remains lighted, just as long as they remain outside, if the lights are to shadow. <laughs> David, well, that sounds like. Lane, the night father was killed. Same sound. We heard the same sound. Brian, the lights. What's happened to the lights? David, David. Brian, David, Elaine murmured, surprise. Hennis, be quiet, please. Hennis, footsteps to desk. Oh, it opens. Rummage through drawers. Hennis, I thought of this emergency. Match track. Elaine, a candle. Hennis, that's right, Mrs. Davis. As long as it burns, this is one candle. We will be safe. But he cannot advance in the light. They are limited by the darkness. As long as the candle burns, there will be a rain outside of those rooms. <laughs> Around you, in every room of the house, in the darkness outside, we are around you. This time you shall not escape. This time we will claim you. Brian jittily, brusquely. David, take it easy, Brian. Brian, I can't stand it. I'm getting out of here. Brian, when his footsteps hurrying off. Elaine, Brian, come back. David, don't be a fool. Elaine, I'm going, I'm going after him. Hey, stay here. David, can't just let him go. Hey, he won't have a chance. I doubt if he... Brian, ah! Hey, see. Henius, don't mistake this. I am afraid that your brother is dead. Elaine, ah! Ah. Rising wind outside grows louder. David, the wind, doctor, listen to the wind. Yes, I know. Yes, doctor. Doctor, listen to the wind. You must realize by now the three of you have run to chance. You must know in your minds we can be destroy you at any moment we desire. But doctor, he miss you so still save her own life. Let the others go. Give them to us. Yes, no. You will not have to. You will have to take all of us. Shadow. Shall we destroy your life? Shall we move in? But you on you now. He <laughs> says, "You wish do as you will." Crash a broken window pane. Noise of wind increases meekly. Blowing fiercely into the room. Hissing, I'm sorry, David, the candle's out. Shadow in the darkness, the figures in the night darkness. <coughs> Shadow, we warned you, Hennius. You and the others are dead now. You shall live on earth. A man in day shall not see us. They will know we are waiting for our chance. We walk with them. Only in the night, when the darkness grows together, and the forms of the shadow people shape from the darkness, 
will you see us? Then we will know we are there, companions, to look next to you there in the shadows. <laughs> so runs tonight, sail the unusual, terrifying, unknown. Join us again next we next journey down the corridors of the Hall of Fancy to hear another strange tale of the supernatural. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.